This is Live on Purpose Radio, episode 523, Five Principles to Keep Kids Safe from Risky Behaviors. Now is the only time to create and live the life you love. I'm Dr. Paul Jenkins, the positivity psychologist. My job is to connect you to powerful positive psychology principles that immediately upgrade your relationships, business, and mental health. Are you ready? Let's jump in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. Joining me today is my partner and co-founder in a nonprofit organization that I think is doing some phenomenal work to help keep kids safe from risky behaviors. That nonprofit is known as Nova Principles. And the Nova Principles Foundation was co-founded by my guest today, Charlie Wakamatsu. Welcome to the show, Charlie. Thank you, Paul. Thanks for having me. Hey, we've been working together for quite some time. And uh, just to give a little background of where this is coming from, Charlie, you were working as a police officer uh, where you had responsibility to teach classes in the school. And there was a time when the particular program you were teaching, which was primarily about trying to keep kids away from drugs, alcohol, substances, it it just wasn't meeting the needs of the community. And so I remember the chief in our town where you and I both live um, had basically charged you with finding another program that would better meet the needs of the kids because we all know that risky behavior goes far beyond alcohol and other drugs. Uh, And so you went on a a little search and what did you come up with? Well, I didn't come up with much. Uh, There were just a few (laughs) programs out there and and the ones that were out there, I just didn't feel like they fit, uh, fit the need as well. And so Um, it was basically going back to the chief and saying, well, uh, let's see if we can create our own. Mm. And in the process of doing that, you and I were actually working with a group of young people on a, on a common, uh, project where you were exposed to some of the principles that I have developed and taught through my career as a, a child and family psychologist. And we could see that there was a good overlap there. And so yeah. we we collaborated to create what is now known as the Nova Principles Program. Correct. Uh, Charlie, there are principles. Uh, tell me what comes to your mind when I when I say the word principle. What what does that trigger for you? Well, principles are laws, they're rules that mm-hmm. pretty much govern everything, how they work. And if you know a particular principle and you know the laws and rules that govern it, man, you can be very powerful and successful. Um, Mm -hmm. And and so principles basically control everything. And knowing the principles helps you be able to be successful. Charlie, as a police officer, 
who's also been involved with educational programs for your entire career, really. You've had the opportunity to see the impact that teaching these principles can have on young people when it comes to avoiding risky behaviors or making good principle-based decisions that help to move their life forward. As I introduce that idea to you, what, what surfaces for you as being important about that concept? Well, um, this is our coming up on our 20, uh, 20th year of NOVA at the beginning of next year. And uh, it's been absolutely amazing. It's been uh, incredible to me to see the differences that I see in the classroom from kids who at certain lessons, they just kind of sit back and get this. Oh, my goodness, this has changed my life forever. I mean, talking Mm. quote, unquote. Mm. And I just it just gives me goosebumps all over the place when I hear things like that. And I see the kids just eating this stuff up and they realize, oh, my goodness, I never knew this before wow, if I just do this, I can have great success and happiness in life. And they just get it. Because uh, sometimes they may not be getting it other places. And um, and so to be able to be that resource and that guide for them to, to realize these things, it's just been incredible. What an incredible journey. So this program, the NOVA Principles Program, is is designed for police officers, law enforcement personnel, to to receive the training and certification from us to actually go into the schools and teach a principle-based curriculum to these kids. And I I would love to make a distinction here because as a co-founder myself, Charlie, I've got all of this history in my head too, and it's fun to talk to you about it today on the podcast. But uh, just for the benefit of our listeners, as you're listening in, we we train these police officers to go into the classroom and they show up once a week for 13, 14 weeks and teach typically a, a fifth or sixth grade class. And we've got some curriculum for older and, and younger, but it's it's primarily in that age range where they teach them this principle based curriculum. And it's not about telling them what to do or what not to do. Because that doesn't tend to work very well for kids, does it? Does not. They want to be their own boss. And so instead of telling them what to do or what not to do, this curriculum helps them to see how to operate the equipment of their own mind and to engage in solid decision making that helps them to to do things like staying away from harmful drugs. Um, but we we really don't come out and say, hey, stay away from drugs. What are these principles, Charlie? Let's just dig right into that. Because if these principles are followed, it will change the outcome for these kids. Now, this is based on all of the, the research and clinical experience that we have in working with kids. But also, uh, we've been able to see that teaching this principle-based curriculum is making a difference in keeping these kids safe from risky behaviors. Yes. So would would you just uh, introduce us to that? There's five of them. There's five core principles. Which one's first, Charlie? First principle is the principle of accountability. And it's really interesting because 
as if we were thinking about these principles or what should be included in these principles, it was like, wow, you know, if you don't have accountability and the ability to choose and, and the ability to think for yourself, what do you have? And so I think that's one of the reasons why we put that as the top of the list. So the principle of accountability is I I choose I choose my thoughts, feelings, choices, and actions. And, and we want um, these kids to own it, right? Yeah. In fact, I think we use that word as well. I own my yes. thoughts, feelings, choices, and actions, whatever those are, whether it's whether right. it's positive or negative, whether it's legal or illegal, whether it's kind or mean, I own it. I own my thoughts, feelings, choices, and actions. The, you know, the alternative, Charlie, as you were sharing this first principle, the alternative, I think, is um, going into what I call a victim mindset. Because accountability, when I own it, uh, it's different from if I'm blaming someone or something else for where I am. And this principle alone, I think, makes a huge difference as we encourage kids to to own whatever their their thoughts, feelings, choices, and actions are. And I think that's so empowering, too, because as I think about it, we live in a world where everybody does want to tell us what to think and do and how to behave. And it's like, well, where's my yeah. choice? Where's my choice? And so just, just that is just so paramount on mm-hmm. my own. I own my thoughts, my feelings. I get to choose these kind of things. And what a wonderful thought. Can I introduce the second principle? Please. Because for me, and this is one that is near and dear to my heart, because this is what I have built my entire practice around. and, And I call it positivity. The way we define this for the kids is, I, when I choose positivity, I experience success and happiness. Now, we're getting far beyond the trite, fluffy, just think positive that you hear from motivational gurus or speakers. In fact, if you guys want uh, to see the model, or if you haven't seen it yet, you can go get it. Just remember the name of the podcast, liveonpurposeradio.com slash the model. All one word, liveonpurposeradio.com slash the model. I'll I'll put a copy of the model that we're actually teaching to the kids in the schools about what positivity is all about. Uh, Charlie, what has the the principle of positivity done uh, in, in terms of helping kids to avoid risky behaviors? What are you seeing along those lines? Well, maybe I should tell you what I don't see. I see a lot of kids who... Who, when we introduce this principle, sometimes they're kind of shaking their head. It's like, well, wait a second. Um, I've always felt kind of like I'm I'm depressed or I'm not good enough, and 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 I just can't do it. You know, why even try? Sometimes you just see it sometimes in these kids. And then when you talk about this positivity of, no, you get a choice. You know, you get to decide if you're going to do your best and and keep trying and. And, and take ownership of your life. And it's, it's like, oh, my God, all I have to do is just be a positive person. And it's just like the lights go on because they, they have a choice. They don't have to be stuck in negativity. Yeah. And uh, that's just so awesome to see that. 
this changes the game. You know, it's been interesting to me, Charlie, also, as we have trained these police officers over the years, this principle tends to have a more profound impact on the cops who are teaching the program. Because sometimes in the law enforcement arena, and you know this because you've been a cop for 30 years, and it, it, it can be kind of a, a negative environment in a lot of ways. So as we bring these instructors in and they're introduced to this principle of positivity, it changes the game for them. It's also fun to see how this is changing the game for parents and the other people who are touched by the program as the kids receive this in the schools. It's it's just exciting to me. I get really passionate about this particular principle, and we could probably spend the rest of the podcast talking about that. Um, I can but, see why. I mean, when you talk about the positive, the change from just the negative and depressive kind of thinking to the positive way of thinking, it it actually brings tear to the kid's eyes. Yeah. I don't know how many times I can see it. It's just like you can see them tearing up. It's like, oh, my goodness, there's another option here. Just don't have to be depressed and, and feel yeah. awful all the time. Do you know it, the number one risk factor for suicidal behavior is hopelessness? Uh, you use the word depression as well, but hopelessness specifically has been tied to that particular risky behavior, suicidal behavior. In this positivity model, we can show the kids that hope is available on demand. They can actually create it through their own thought processes. And that's why it becomes such a deterrent to certain risky behaviors, including self-destructive behavior. So positivity for me, I will beat that drum all day long. And uh, that's why I'm excited to be affiliated with Nova Principles Foundation. Uh, where this principle has been adopted as one of the five core Nova principles. Um, it's number two on the list. Let's just, well, and I, I kind of make it number one in my own list, but <laughs> that's just because that's, that's my work. That's what I do. I, I think it's actually the operating instructions for the equipment of your own mind. And so it affects everything else. And and when we go with number one first, you know, the, that principle of accountability, I own my thoughts, feelings, choices, and actions. And then we move into positivity and show them how they can own and steer their own thoughts. It's powerful. But we got three one, more, two, too, Charlie. Tell, tell us which principle comes up next. Next principle we have is the principle of knowledge. And the principle of knowledge is basically knowledge creates opportunities. And so basically the idea is, is that, yeah, get knowledge, get some information, and then use that. Using it creates opportunities that you would not have otherwise. You know, with kids yes. in fifth or sixth grade, we, we, we talk about how important school is. Go to school and, and get a good education and get that knowledge. It opens up so many wonderful opportunities in your life. Yes. It creates those opportunities. It's interesting to me, Charlie. I was working with a young adult recently. This is someone I was providing some 
uh, direct coaching and consultation to him and his parents. And as I was talking to him, he was starting to share with me some of the thoughts he had about what he might do over the next few months. Some of these things included risky behaviors. And he was just actually sharing with me, yeah, I think I'll do this and I'll do that. And I, I, I stopped him for just a minute and I said, what if you were to study the situation? Now, study STS, study the situation, is one of the applications that we teach the kids for this particular principle. Because if he were to stop and study the situation, I said, just STS, study the situation, take a look at it, make sure you've got good information about what happens if you do this, what happens if you don't, study it through, and I trust you to make a good choice. He was expecting me to tell him to not do this thing. Like his parents and other people in his world said, don't do that. That's stupid. Right? I I simply invited him to connect to this principle. Hey, you get the information. You get the knowledge. That will create the opportunities for you. And I trust you to do good things with that. Doesn't that go back to the accountability part? See, I don't own your thoughts, feelings, and choices and actions. But you do. Here's some good stuff. Go for it. Yes. It's powerful to supply kids with knowledge. And and, uh, this is interesting because until you see it as a choice, it's not. And you don't know what you don't know. And so opening up the doors to, hey, there is information, there is knowledge available to you about this that will help you make good decisions. Go get it. And and it just turns the lights on and it creates opportunities that didn't exist before. That's so exciting. You see it in some of their faces. You know, when you're talking about going to school and they're going, rolling their eyes, you know, how do you like math? Oh, yeah. And just, well, here's the deal. You don't know this stuff. Where's the opportunities later on in life to get jobs? And you just want to be as smart as a two-year-old for the rest of your life, you know, type of thing. Because you have no knowledge to to have these wonderful (laughs) opportunities ahead of you. Yes. You know, I was realizing as we we're having this conversation, Charlie, that a lot of our listeners are not fifth or sixth graders. <laughs> and as you are listening to this episode, and maybe there's some children in your life, or maybe you have the same kind of passion that you're feeling from me and Charlie about empowering children and families to move forward. Um, notice that these principles are not just for kids. They are principles. We call them principles for a reason, because it's kind of like gravity. You never get up and wonder if gravity's on in the morning. It it is, okay? And these principles that we're talking about so far, accountability, positivity, and knowledge. Can you see how those principles will serve you in your life? Now, we want to teach these to kids so that they can grow up with an understanding of those principles. But even as an adult, what would happen if we were to really tune into those principles? One of our sayings at Nova, Charlie, is illuminating what? The path to excellence. Yes. Illuminating it so that it can be seen, so that you can you can see how to get to excellence in your life, your business, your relationships, whatever it is exciting when we identify these principles. Let's get to number four, shall we? 
What's Great. up next, Charlie? Number four is the principle of work. Mm. And basically that one is just it's a pretty simple one. You know, my path to excellence requires work. How else are you going to get there without good work, good hard work? It's interesting that we even have to mention this one because it seems like it goes without saying. But a lot of times, even when I'm talking to adults, I hear this response. Oh, well, the hard thing about that is. And I'm like, hard? Yeah. Right. Welcome to the planet. Elevation requires effort. Okay. My path to excellence requires work. And that's for me, Charlie, that comes back to a very fundamental law of physics. Um, it's the second law of thermodynamics, actually. It's called entropy. And and this law states that things will move toward a more disorganized state. It's kind of like saying water runs downhill. Um, gravity is always on and default is down. So to move things to a more organized or I like the word you introduced to us just a minute ago, excellence. Okay, so to move to a more organized or excellent state will require some force or power or thrust or movement to get it there. And and in the world of physics, we define that force as work. So it's no different in, in your relationships or in your finances. Interesting that it seems like everything that's good, everything that's worthwhile to pursue takes a lot of work. It's hard. It's not easy. And so I think a lot of times if you're doing things that you realize are hard and, oh, my goodness, a lot of effort and, and uh, energy that it needs to happen for this thing to happen, chances are you're probably on the right path. Right. When we get a picture in our mind of what is possible, and we're doing that, by the way, through accountability and positivity. <laughs> okay, so the other principles come into play here. Um, we're recording this episode, Charlie, just a little bit before Thanksgiving. And I'm I'm picturing, you know, a Thanksgiving dinner or a, a, a beautiful meal that is prepared. Okay. And what if what if someone asks you to go set the table? All right, well, picture where the table is now and how it might look right now. And if you were to just shake it a little bit, would it would it automatically turn into this beautiful spread? No. In fact, oh. it's probably got stuff piled on it. Things would be falling off. And it's, Okay, so, so the principle of work is, okay, get it in your mind what it's going to look like and then start moving things to match that. People want to have a great life. You know, they want to experience excellence. And they can even start to get that picture in their head and then wonder why it doesn't just happen. <laughs> there was a movie. Uh, maybe you you saw this one, Charlie. It was called The Secret years ago, okay. uh, based on a book by Rhonda Byrne. And anyway, it, it focused on this idea of imagery, okay? Because it, visually imagining the outcomes that we desire 
has long been established in the world of personal development as an essential element. And and so the, the movie, The Secret, emphasized, you know, just get it in your head, just picture it, just see it, just imagine it. And then it magically appears in your life. Well, it's an essential but not sufficient element. And, and I think the disservice that, that that movie created is that it left out the element of work. It, it left out the part where you start moving things around in your life. One of the scenes I remember this, this young boy was picturing a new bicycle. And he put pictures of it up on his wall and he got it in his head and he just imagined it. And he opened his door one day and there it was. But it doesn't show how the, the parent or grandparent had gone to work and earned money and went to the store and purchased the bicycle and brought it in and put it in front of that, that boy's door. Uh, the, the work element has to be there. It's a law of physics. Have I overstated that, Charlie, or is that ringing with you? No, I, I think you nailed it there. It's one thing to perceive something, and it's another thing to achieve it. There's a lot of hard work in between. Now, I know you're passionate about the last principle that we have to share here today, because as a police officer, you've seen so many examples of times when this principle is forgotten or violated or completely disregarded. Tell us about principle number five. Principle number five is the principle of respect. And that's basically, mm. I respect myself, others, and everything around me. And as you mentioned, uh, being a police officer for about 35 years, that's why I think people are in jail. That's why crimes are committed. There is no respect either for themselves or somebody else or something around them. And because mm -hmm. of that, they break the law and they end up in jail. Um, if they just had respect for these things, I don't think we'd see people in jail. I think you're right. That principle of respect has to do with what what I have shared in, in my parenting programs, for example. There are only three rules, three family rules, and they all start with that word, respect. Mm -hmm. The first one is respect yourself and others. The second one is respect property. And the third one is respect authority. And as, as that respect is there, I agree with you 100%, Charlie. Uh, I don't think we would have a need for jails yeah. if that principle were strictly followed. And we're teaching this to the kids. So, okay, so we've got five principles, five core principles that we've covered today. The research, the clinical experience, everything that we've seen as we have rolled this out in the NOVA program specifically, is that these five principles will keep kids safe from risky behaviors and help them to create and live a life that they love. We call it the path to excellence. Charlie, recap the five for us. We got to get a summary. Okay, principle of accountability, principle of positivity, the principle of knowledge, the principle of work, and the principle of respect. That's it. You do that, you're good. Yeah. I, you know, Charlie, we used to talk about other principles that we've now 
kind of moved into the category of applications of these five core Nova principles, because I think it comes down to these. You know, my my friend Brett Harward, who's been on this show, wrote a book called The Five Laws That Determine All of Life's Outcomes. And they don't match these five specifically. But when you get into it, you can see that it is some manifestation or or capture of the, the same core principles that we've discussed here today. I know this is a, a bold ask here, Charlie, but I'm going to ask you, are these principles guaranteed? Guaranteed, Dr. Paul. I guarantee it. The reason <laughs> why is if you follow these principles, if you know what they are, you really know what they are, and you follow them, and you use them in your life, Guaranteed they work. Now, that doesn't mean that you're never going to have some difficult times. You're never going to have some tragic things or troubles or problems come your way. But through these principles, you will know how to handle them and deal with them to keep you and get you on that path of excellence and success. And so, yeah, absolutely. 100%. They work. Well, it was a bold question. It was a bold response. And I'm going to put my psychological stamp of approval on that as well, because that's that's been my experience too. It, as you apply these principles, you will create opportunities. You will pave that path to excellence that that is out there in front of you. And um, I, I, I want to take just a minute before we wrap up here, Charlie, to have you tell tell people how they can learn more about this or get connected to this nonprofit Nova Principles. Um, where can they go? They go to novaprinciples.com. That's our website for the Nova Principles Foundation. And there's a lot of information there, how you can get involved, uh, whether police agencies or parents can get some information and knowledge to help your your children, your personal life, your family, relatives. I find that uh, a lot of people, when they really realize what's in the Nova program, wow, I need this stuff. Mm. Well, my kids need this stuff. Wait a second. My sister, my brother. They need this stuff. My my nieces, they it's like, oh my goodness, it just opens up <laughs> a huge highway. So novaprinciples.com. And that's where you can learn more about this nonprofit. You can also make a donation, which I do every month to this particular charitable cause. And if you're looking for a way to make a difference in the lives of kids, please consider making a donation there. Go learn more about it. And if you live in a community where you would like to see these principles taught in the schools, reach out through novaprinciples.com. I'm there. Charlie's there. We're still serving on the board of directors and assisting this program to move forward because of the guarantee that Charlie just gave you a few minutes ago. Powerful stuff. Charlie, thank you for being here today at Live On Purpose Radio. Thanks for having me, Dr. Paul. Hey, you guys have heard it. It's time to go apply it and live on purpose. Did you get what you came for? Give yourself the gift of taking real action on what you realized today. Please share this episode with someone you know would value it. And leave us a rating, too. It's time now to live on purpose.